Welcome to Mapping Your Inner Landscape. My name is Jill Kaler and I'm a registered clinical counselor. Join me to explore how to create more conscious and compassionate connection with yourself and others. Why look inwards? In the words of Aristotle, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Welcome back. This is part two of self-compassion in action. So the mind can get really worried and distressed by uncomfortable emotions, thoughts, and body sensations. It can get very judgmental and critical of those feelings, saying things like, why do I feel this way? I shouldn't feel this way. So here's a little experiment. Just close your eyes, if you're somewhere you can close them, and see what you notice as I read these two sentences. I should be able to just call this person. Why am I scared? I shouldn't be scared. Given that I really want this call to go well, no wonder a part of me is feeling scared. I'll say it one more time. I should be able to just call this person. Why am I scared? I shouldn't feel scared. Given how much I want this conversation to go well, no wonder a part of me is scared. Did you notice any difference in how those two sentences landed on you? Is either sensation more familiar? Because it's so automatic for most of us to be critical or to judge our thoughts and feelings, it's really not enough just to say to ourselves, I need to stop judging myself. We need to give the brain something else to do instead. One antidote to the self-critical, why do I feel this way, is to say to that part, no wonder it feels that way. In today's episode, we'll explore this verbal self-compassion practice. As with previous episodes, I'll start with the guided practice and then we'll discuss it more after. I'd invite you to sit or lie down. If it feels comfortable, gently closing your eyes and just bring your attention to your feet on the floor. Noticing how your legs, sit bones and back are supported by the surface you're on. Bring your attention to your breath, not needing to control it in any way, just allowing it to be as even or uneven, deep or shallow as it wants to be. Just really experiencing how the breath is moving in and out of your body. Maybe watching for that small pause between your inhale and your exhale. And scanning from the top of your head to your feet, sense into how your body is feeling. Maybe there's a heaviness or lightness, tension or ease, numbness or tingling, not needing it to be any other way than it is, just taking a moment to acknowledge whatever you notice. And then allow your attention 
to move a little more deeply into your internal space and ask, how am I right now? Just take a few breaths as you pause and listen. And as best you can, let the answer come up from your body, not down from your mind. Maybe there's an emotion or body sensation that's pulling your attention. Maybe there's an intrusive thought or vague unease. Just taking a moment to notice what's there without needing to do anything with it. Just internally acknowledging whatever you notice. Maybe there's a part of you that's overwhelmed and you're just taking a moment to let that overwhelm know you see it. Maybe there's tension in your neck and you just take a moment to say hello to it. Maybe you notice a part of you that says, I don't wanna do this. And you just take a moment and acknowledge that part. As you tune in to whatever you're noticing, gently bringing a hand to wherever feels like it would best connect with whatever you notice. Maybe it's a gentle hand on your chest or stomach. Just take some breaths and see if you can keep it company for just a couple moments. Now try saying to whatever you notice, given all that is going on for me, no wonder I feel this way. Or even if it's not clear to me in this moment, no wonder I feel this way. If you notice your mind trying to analyze, change, or push away what you're noticing, just gently acknowledge this part too, and then bring your attention back to whatever you were first noticing, and again saying, it's okay to feel how I'm feeling. Even if it's uncomfortable, no wonder I'm feeling this way. And just take a moment here before we close. Now gently bringing your attention back into the room. Notice your body supported by the surface you're on. Notice your feet on the ground if they're on the ground. And just noticing the sounds around you in the room. And taking your time when you're ready, gently opening your eyes. What was that like for you? When I work with people using this practice, they often tell me that over time, they start to hear my voice in their head saying, no wonder, no wonder you feel that way. Eventually it becomes easier for them to say those words to themselves and really have it land in a comforting way. So instead of telling ourselves our emotions don't make sense or we shouldn't feel the way we feel, no wonder can help us 
allow that there's a good reason to feel what we feel, even if we aren't completely clear on what those reasons might be yet. I want to share a Buddhist parable that I feel really captures how it's often our reactions to distressing emotions, thoughts, or body sensations versus the experience itself that most impacts us. So this is called the parable of two arrows. This parable describes our pain and suffering as being hit by two arrows. The first arrow, the inevitable pain of life, whether a difficult event, thought, or feeling, is shot at us. We have little control over this. But then we shoot a second arrow at ourselves with our own reaction to the pain, amplifying and prolonging it. The suffering from the refusal or pushing away of this pain, the it shouldn't be here, the I can't stand this, but also the blaming, the ruminating, the why me, the it's always been this way and it's always going to be this way stories. These are the parts we add. To put it simply, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Most people are quite open to welcoming feelings of happiness and excitement, but are far less welcoming or tolerant to emotions like sadness or fear. It's easy to feel distressed about our distress instead of acknowledging it and bringing it compassion and seeking support when helpful. Brenny Brown, a researcher on vulnerability and shame, says we can't cherry pick our emotions. If we want to truly experience joy and happiness, we must equally be able to make room for sadness and fear. I think her point is something really important to ponder. Over these last six episodes, we've explored different practices that can help with befriending ourselves and building self-compassion. As we're able to provide more self-compassion and spend less energy trying to analyze or push away uncomfortable parts, there starts to become room to get curious about what these parts may need or have to share with us. There's an analogy I read from psychologist Bonnie Badenoch. Imagine if in your internal space, there was a giant banquet table. There's a seat at the table for every part of your inner community, the parts you enjoy and the distressing parts alike. Imagine that you, as the host, are able to welcome each of those parts equally and help them feel safe and accepted. Gradually you learn to trust your ability to listen to what each part has to say without worrying about that part becoming unruly and overwhelming you. Imagine the rich data these parts might have to share with you. Imagine how much safer and calmer your inner space would feel. Our inner community has important information to share with us. With experience, you'll gain confidence in your ability to identify and welcome each part. It will become easier to sit with, soothe, and listen to those parts. Through listening and learning what your inner community has to share with you, you'll no longer need to ask, so what do I do? Instead, you'll begin to know within yourself how best to proceed. 
I'm so glad you joined me for my first season. While this is the last episode for the season, I'll be back in the fall with season two. If you want to get notified about the new episodes, please subscribe to the podcast or follow me on Instagram at communicating well. And until next time, take care. Bye.